0: Here's a message from Ken Lavica. We're
1: one month into the NFL season, and it feels like we know who's good and who's bad. Stone the Banowitz hit the
2: open.
0: Who ready? Ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Well, give me my darn theme music, dude.
2: Ken Lavica.
0: Get a run in, make an early cocktail, mm-hmm. put a gummy in half.
2: Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Labanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anijar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It doesn't matter what your name
0: is. It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3.
1: I have to make the proclamation. I mean, Stone, you can you can disagree with me, but the New York Giants are the most brutal watch in all
2: of football. Undoubtedly, man. Yeah.
1: I, I mean that was atrocious. I <laughs> I've actually watched an uncomfortably inordinate amount of New York Giants football this season. Why? I don't know. And I have not enjoyed myself one time. Like not not one time. Maybe. There were fleeting instances in the second half where they actually showed some spine this season against the Cardinals. Other than that, nothing about this has been good for the New York Giants. That was listless
2: again last night. Did you just say showed some spine? Some spine. Against the arizona cardinals it doesn't even count (laughs) that's true Uh, it shouldn't take it shouldn't take any spine it's like us giving props to russell wilson last week for coming back against the bears team it's like it just doesn't count it's just floating out there in the ether nobody cares
1: oh it is so so bad i actually watched it on the manning cast last night and uh, so so let's let's hear joe bucks call espn monday night football of the play that pretty much ended the proceedings in the third quarter last night while Peyton Manning and Eli Manning on the Manning cast on ESPN2. Uh, they are – they they kept talking about, ah, the Giants need a trigger. They need a trigger. They need a trigger. They need to to, to, to to find a spark. And they actually had some momentum coming out of halftime. They stopped the Seahawks and an injured Geno Smith, and they marched down the field. They get into the red zone. And then, and then this happened – Devin Witherspoon, Stone, do you know who he's the pride of collegiately? Champagne's proudest. That's right, the University of Illinois, 97 yards. Daniel Jones throwing it to, well, the, the wrong team and the Seahawks grab control of the game.
0: This was picked, back the other way, Witherspoon. Devin Witherspoon cuts back. What a night for the rookie. You think they love him in Seattle? six points touchdown witherspoon no flags
1: and the seahawks would go on to win 30 to 12 and a listless performance now what really uh sort of piqued my attention at that moment on the sideline brian dable the head coach of the giants walks up with one of those blue tablets uh that that microsoft gives the nfl and is clearly telling daniel jones hey dopey this wasn't the right decision this is what you should have done and then i mean stone i don't think i've seen this this guy brian dable like tosses the tablet in daniel jones lap and walks away. I mean, that's that. There is nothing more disrespectful. The only thing would be literally punching Daniel Jones in the jaw on the sideline than what Brian Dable did to his quarterback last night.
2: Yeah, it was an, an epitome of uh, the relationship. Like, he just showed us exactly what things are like in the facility, outside of the facility. Like, there weren't even any words conveyed after they were watching the replay. You throw a tablet. And they say a picture says a 1,000 words. I mean, throwing a tablet says like 3,000 words. It told us everything we <laughs> needed to know.
1: Yeah, that was like New Testament Bible-length wordage right there, what Brian Dable did. And then... Devin Witherspoon after the game, just to show you how poorly things are going now for Daniel Jones, he's becoming a running joke. Yes, a man who is a $160 million running joke after last offseason. Listen to Devin Witherspoon after the game last night, talking with ESPN on the field. Devin Witherspoon in maybe the most damning statement we've heard an opponent make about a quarterback this season.
0: You guys sacked Daniel Jones 11
2: times. What were you hearing and seeing out there from them while that was going on? Uh, no, we were just trusting the uh, game plan the Coach Blit laid out for us. Um, we knew he liked to stare down his first target. So he oh. had his back turned. A lot of guys just win their one-on-one matchups up front, man. Side-out to our D-line. Uh, without them, we couldn't have made the plays. That we-
1: oh, my God. We know he likes to stare down his first target. Stone, th- this is a rookie A rookie saying that on national television about a guy who's five years in the league who got a contract last year, an extension (laughs) last year. The Giants are
2: down bad. I mean, what about, (laughs) this sucks for Daniel Jones, but if you're the quarterback coach for New York, if you're the O.C. for the Giants, I mean, and you're hearing some 21, 22-year-old kid Talk about he knows your quarterback likes to stare down his first target. It's poverty as it gets, man. I mean, come on. That's something that you expect a DB to say in seventh grade after their Pop Warner game. Like, that's what your coach tells me. He stares down his target, so wherever he's looking, he's going to throw. But in a primetime game on a Monday night? I mean, give me a break. It's it's pretty clear
1: who's taking the brunt of all of this giant suckdom, though, because then it continued – with Brian Dayball in the postgame. You wanted some good X's and O's discussion about what happened on that interception that basically sealed the game. Well, uh, Brian Dayball, I, I suppose he gave it to you in the uh, the simplest way possible. He was asked about uh, what he was showing Daniel Jones on the tablet and what the outcome of the play should have been. What was the discussion in tablet gate on the sideline? And uh, this, was, uh, this was Brian Dayball at the podium.
0: What were you trying to show Daniel on the interception? The camera's going you show us the tablets
1: in. Uh, I was trying to show him, kind of see what he thought, and then kind of tell him what I saw.
0: What like did you, you were too happy because you, you know, kind of tossed the tablet as you walked away? I mean, what was supposed to happen on that route? Was it?
1: Yeah, I'm not going to get into the particulars of it. Uh, just we didn't get the job done. What
0: did you want him to do on that play?
1: Yeah. Well, obviously not throwing interceptions, so. <laughs> what did you want him to do on that play? Well, obviously not throwing interception. <laughs> Brian Dayball, everybody. Uh, the Giants are, um, they're poor. They are really, really bad, and they needed a Herculean effort in the second half against Arizona, who I think may actually still be a better team than the Giants are currently. They needed a Herculean effort against the Cardinals, to grind out one win
2: on the season. I, I, I think you're right, because that spread was, I, I believe, six and a half when those two teams played, which I thought was kind of low, considering at the time we thought the Giants' defense was okay, thought they were viable. If they played this Sunday, this Thursday, doesn't matter, yeah, it'd be Giants minus one. It'd be pretty close pretty to even. a pickem. Yeah, yeah so pretty, I, pretty, I think you're right. Um, but I, I've got to be honest, I'm not overly surprised.
1: I would argue that the worst thing that could have happened to Brian Dayball last year was Daniel Jones being serviceable under a gimmick offense that Brian Dayball was forced to put together because of injuries. Brian Dayball created mastery last year with the services of Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Now, Saquon's hurt. Daniel Jones is being exposed. It is clear you cannot run a competent pro football offense with Daniel Jones. That offensive line is atrocious, but think about it last year. Daniel Jones was used in key moments as a running quarterback. They were designing run plays for him to to churn out yardage. Saquon was taking direct snaps. At times, Brian Dayball was digging deep into his high school offensive playbook to win the Giants game. Dayball was exceptional last year, and he really made Daniel Jones valuable because he dragged Daniel Jones to a competence level we hadn't seen, and it happened in, in very dire circumstances for the Giants, and then they go and they win a playoff game in Minnesota, and my God, think about it. It was it was uh, eight months ago that the Giants and Vikings were playing in the NFC wild Card, and now both teams are full-fledged football vomit. And didn't the think Giants, about that.
2: Didn't the Giants have to go across the pond and beat the Packers to even stay alive and have a chance? Yes, and you just used across the pond. Oh, across the pond. Oh, boy. That,
1: we're, in, we're in London season. You can tell Stone's been, been uh, fully immersed in London NFL season because uh, he is using terms like across the pond. Don't hate. Oh, boy. Um, but I would argue that Daniel Jones is just showing who he is. The Problem is that Brian Dable dragged him to $160 million. (laughs) So now what the hell do you do?
2: Yeah, you definitely have no clue what to do. And if, you know, thinking back on a summer in the offseason, I feel like there was a lot of New York Giants Kool-Aid being passed around and a lot of us were drinking. it. I don't think us per se. And they were saying, Daniel Jones, man, he he has the weapons now. He's got the coach and he's going to show you what he's
1: got. This was entirely predictable. That's my point. This was entirely predictable, and I don't think that it is reflecting poorly on Brian Dayball. If anything, and I have great respect for Brian Dayball, and I actually really like him as a head coach, and I wanted the Dolphins to get him, get in on him. Obviously, the Dolphins got lucky being able to fall back on Mike McDaniel, but Brian Dayball right now is a victim of his great successes a year ago, because now you're married to Daniel Jones, and that appears to be a significant problem the Giants are the only team by the way in football history that have failed on the tush push they got stopped in the first quarter last night on a fourth down and that sent them spiraling on a tush push so much failage in fact that not only did they turn the ball over on downs but their center and their tight end got hurt in the process I've never seen that before push ball carrier in the ass across the first down marker That's all it takes, or across the goal line. The Eagles have perfected it. There's no team in the NFL that seemingly failed on it this year, except for the New York Giants, and that's how down bad they are right now. But I'm not surprised because you put all your eggs in the Daniel Jones basket because you almost were forced to, and then when you don't have Saquon at your disposal, you're in big, big trouble. My point is the Giants 1-3 is not very surprising. You know what is surprising is the Cincinnati Bengals 1-3. They look one-dimensional what is Joe Burrow's leg that serious where he can't move he's not making uh proper progressions he can't get zip on the ball I mean I got I'll pick your quarterback brain former division one starter at southern Illinois um, is is Joe Burrow looking extremely ordinary because he's injured or is there something else going on here? Because this Cincinnati Bengals team, and maybe they'll work it out, and they got off to a rough start last year, but this is, other than the Rams' second half, this is a really boring, bad one-in-three the Bengals are putting out there.
2: And, and there we go again. You're talking about the Giants, and they're showing spine against the Arizona Cardinals, and you're talking about a good half of football against... The L.A. Rams. The 2-2 and Rams, thank you very much. I mean, I'm a huge Matty Stafford guy, you know that. And now Puka Nakua's got everybody going. But the Rams are no threat. So if that's like what we're basing at least any bit of teams' good performance on. It's not a good start so far. But if I had to pinpoint what's going on with Joe Burrow, my novice brain tells me this. Playing the quarterback position, when you are injured, oftentimes too, especially after a contract, you... You try to play through injury, and I think when you're out there on the field injured, whether it's a shoulder, whether it's a calf like Joe Burrow's case, you are thinking about it. You're kind of eyeing as far as which defensive linemen are getting off their blocks and kind of can affect your calf, can affect your shoulder, and you say, okay, I don't want to go down this way, that way. All the while, you're not going through your proper progression, and I think enough of that happening, and you're going to put together a bad game. This has been abysmal as far as a start goes for Joe Burrow, but I think you just think a little bit about your calf in the middle of your three step, in the middle of your play action and trying to get some depth, you're thinking about that instead of, you know, what kind of leverage you're seeing on the corner who's defending Jamar Chase. A little bit of that's going on.
1: The Bengals pulled out of it last year, but how long can you you ride that before it's just not tenable any longer? Through one month Who is the biggest surprise good team in the NFL? Who is the surprise bad team in the NFL? The Bengals, to me, are the surprise bad team. The Giants, honestly, even with what we saw last night and Daniel Jones has sacked 11 times and they fail on the tush push, um, which can we come up with a new name for that? I, I don't know, like the Ass Pass uh, I, I saw
2: something good on Twitter that the Eagles were trying to call it. I can look for it again, but they the had putt, a putt? The, brotherly, the brotherly shove. Yeah, the it's brotherly brotherly shove. Shove. the brotherly shove. He's right. That's right. Whatever that random ghost voice was, he yeah, hit it right yeah, there. Theo, it's the Theo brotherly right. shove.
1: Uh, full disclosure: We are here at Florida Atlantic because it is uh, day one of heat training camp, and uh, Theo had TV responsibilities needed to shoot down there. Um, we were uh, we were supposed to be joined by Dusty May uh, in person. That didn't happen because uh, he's caught up uh, as as. Captured uh, on video on social media with Pat Riley, yeah. So uh, and Eric Reed, excuse, Andy Reid, yeah. He read uh, the TV voice of the Heat. We love E. Reed, Boca Raton resident. Uh, so, so uh, the 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 Giants. And if you have any other suggestions for the new name of the Tush Push, uh, the brotherly shove. That's the best one. But you can't if the Cardinals do it. It can't be the brotherly shove. Well, who invented
0: it? Like, who cares? <laughs> No other team gets uh, – it's okay. rugby. Rugby invented it. No. Who does it the best? Who executes it not the Giants. flawlessly? The Giants the get hurt Giants, when they do it. Not the Cardinals. Not Even the Colts who have Anthony Richardson. They, they missed on it once or twice as well. The Eagles do it the best, and they get to name it the brotherly shove. The butt
1: putt, the uh, the ass pass, the brotherly shove, the tush tr- push.
0: What was the trick play the Eagles had with Nick Foles, the touchdown, Philly the special. quarterback? special. Philly special. All right, so if they get the call of the Philly
1: special. We're naming too much stuff after Philly. Like, it's just, who cares? Like, nobody had ever run that play before. I
2: do love just bringing it back and just straight up calling it the Philly special. I mean, in a sense, it's what it is. It's their specialty. That's lazy. Yeah, that's, uh, can we stop giving Philadelphia credit for stuff? Because that's a lot more lazy than the tush
0: push. Tush push is whack, but brotherly shove is actually like a very well, it connects it to the city. It's like a play I agree. It's literally what they're doing. They're shoving their brother.
1: The anus painus.
0: Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> he wasn't even – he wasn't stoned. He wasn't even listening to my text. No, not at all. He was just a I thought. thought. Yeah, I was, I, was, I
1: was trying to workshop it. Uh, who is the surprise bad team in the NFL? Who is the surprise bad team in the NFL? Uh, I say it's the Bengals. What about the surprise good team in the NFL? Uh, It's got to be the Bucks, right? I I I don't. They 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 get dominated by Philadelphia on a Mm. uh, Mm. in a in a midweek game, and then they come back, and that was a very consistent, strong, solid win for the Bucks. Like looking like a team that should very easily, in fact, win that division. Uh, The Bucks with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield looks like a total leader. They look solid. They look consistent. They play like a team that can win nine games. That could easily win that division. I think it's the Bucks that are the surprise good team right now.
0: It's hard not to say the Bucks, especially on this radio show, Ken, because we were the same ones clowning the Bucks after their whole constantly you know, their, their quarterback <laughs> controversy that they had between Kyle Trask and the Trash Man himself, Baker Mayfield. But Baker Mayfield looks good. Like I can say, what was that? Baker Mayfield looks good. Of all the things, and I do want to publicly apologize as well as directly apologize to my brother Stone Labanowitz because all of the ridicule I was throwing at Baker Mayfield, I know you praised the, the candle altar of Baker Mayfield that sits right there in front of you in the studios. I was 100% wrong. Baker Mayfield looks like a competent quarterback. Now, have we been fooled before by Baker Mayfield showing us flashes? Yes. But right now he looks good. And Stone, I also want, while I'm doing apologies, can you just give me a quick apology about, you know, LSU being good? Remember the big Florida State-Colorado debate? I think I w- might have won that one as well. So, uh, yeah. I, I don't remember that debate. I, I- he said LSU was a powerhouse, so Florida State had a better win over LSU. Yeah. And I said LSU might have some holes in it. They might uh, not be as yeah, good yeah. as you guys are hyping up yeah. a, a Brian Kelly team. Not to divert the conversation, but while we're getting apologies sure, out of the sure. way. might as well. I apologize to Baker Mayfield and Stone Labanowicz. <clears throat> Stone, I would just love an apology back from you about saying how LSU was this powerhouse, fortified team that, that FSU took down in week one. Most impressive win of all time, whereas now it looks a little bit more wimpy. Stone? Stone's acting like he disconnected.
1: What a child. What a <laughs> child. Hey, you who, guys got me? <laughs> uh, he sucks. <laughs> uh, who is the biggest surprise good team in the NFL? Who is the surprise bad team in the NFL? We've seen a month. We've seen enough right now to start di- di- uh, differentiating good from bad. 888-760-3776. 760 3776 That's 888-760-3776. And on social media, at KLV1063, the biggest surprise good Good team in the NFL. The biggest surprise, bad team in the NFL. 888 760 3776. I do think this conversation probably for some needs to start with uh, who are the elite teams in the NFL? Uh, I, let's just spitball it here. Uh, the Niners, the Bills, uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs the yes. Dolphins. The, the Dolphins, Dolphins are, are in there. Uh, I'll say Cowboys. Yes, the Cowboys, are the Eagles. Are the Ravens flirting with elite? The, Reav- the Ravens are flirting nope. with it. Stone, are you giving them elite or uh, no?
2: I, I, there's no way. They're but, so banged there's up. There's no way. But look at what they're, they're doing. They're, they're so banged up. The ball security issues, which seems kind of niche, I don't think they're niche. Lamar's had more success with his legs than he has with his arms. Like It looks like the same old Ravens but, that we've seen year after year after but, year. But,
0: but look at what they did to that Browns defense that's been so dominant. He still, with all the injury concerns, two wide receivers out, Lamar Jackson finds a way to put up 28 points and that defense that's missing so many guys in the secondary and all over they hold the Browns the three now I know they were on the backup quarterback but like the Ravens only loss was that overtime weird funky one to the Colts. I suppose if we can't be
1: unanimous about it yeah then uh, they can't be elite so we've got Niners Dolphins Chiefs Cowboys I know we had six of them who am I missing on there I'm just writing them down so that we have them uh for this conversation you mentioned Philly 49ers Dol- oh yeah the Eagles yeah good call 49ers, I think that's it. Dolphins Chiefs Cowboys that is Eagles. it
0: 49ers, Dolphins, Chiefs, Cowboys, Eagles. There's that is it. Else. What about the Lions? I They're was ready.
2: Elite. I was ready to throw their name out, but we won't be unanimous there. They're not elite.
0: If I, the I, Ravens aren't elite. The Lions aren't elite. But I if think we're the,
1: gonna give, if we're gonna give the Cowboys elite status, the Lions have been just as consistent in and surgical. I think same record. I'll tell everything. you what.
2: Uh, the Lions Chiefs? are favored over the Ravens if they played this Sunday. What, man, I'm willing they, to give them the edge. And the
1: Lions beat the Chiefs, Stone. Yeah, I mean, we're making we we have the Chiefs as elite, and they almost got Zach Wilson. If we're Uh, going by committee and talking
0: resumes here, I love it. Did the Lions beat the Chiefs, or did the Lions beat the Chiefs who didn't have Travis Kelsey Uh, or Chris Jones? Travis Kelsey, (laughs)
1: Travis Kelsey had had minimal impact uh, against the Jets. Uh, what are like, we let's, saying? Let's, come what on. are we saying? All I'm <laughs> saying is Travis Kelsey's having a down year because he's paying too much attention to, to Taylor Swift. Chris Jones wasn't there See as well. How I did that, Stone? That was good professional radio. Huh? Chris Jones wasn't there?
0: Yeah. Chris did you jo- forget so, that guy? So
1: then Chris Jones was there. And they almost got Zach Wilson. That's a, a further indictment on the Chiefs. We didn't have
0: Nick Bolton. All right, look. The Chiefs have all kind of injury concerns, and they f- still find a way to win. The Stone. Lions are not elite because they beat the Chiefs in Week One with they, they were shorthanded, and Kadarius Tony was punting the game away. Oh my goodness! Did we forget about that? that the Lions win. Or that Kadarius Tony. This guy sounds like a fan.
1: Stone, look, look at, look at me, look at me defending the Detroit Lions <laughs> and Dan Campbell right now. Theo has put me in a position that I've never found myself in before. That I'm defending the Lions, but it's not going to be unanimous because Theo's being. Uh, you know what I think this is, Stone? The spite. He's being a hater, exactly. The spite. How can he's just being a hater? How
2: can anybody take us seriously w- with Theo sounding like a fan right now? He's talking about missing players, this, that,
0: and this. I mean, that's uh, so. What's there's no your integrity. Reason, what's your reason for the Ravens <laughs> no, not being? What's your reason for the Ravens not being an elite team?
2: Because Lamar Jackson's not playing elite football right now. What? <laughs> He just (laughs) dropped 28 on one of the best defenses in the league. And Jared Goff, I I think, you know.
0: Is playing what? Say it.
2: I I think Jared (laughs) Goff playing elite team (laughs) team football. I think he's playing elite team football right now. He's an elite game manager, and he's got a little (laughs) bit of extra oomph to him. I would take Jared Goff in a phone booth over Lamar Jackson right now.
1: Uh, Andy messages in. If a defense finds a way to stop the Eagles' tush push, can we call it a butt plug?
2: Ooh. Now you we're know, talking, Andy. Thanks for your contribution. I uh, I don't
0: know what to say. I, I don't know what to say.
2: I don't hate it, Andy.
1: <laughs> Let's uh go to uh, Big Homie here on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, homie?
0: If y'all say the Chiefs are elite, the Lions are elite. Yeah. I yeah. don't care about who played and who didn't play. Patrick Mahomes was still out there. So and Andy Reid was still calling the plays.
1: That's that's a very accurate I point. Uh, yeah. I think you're right on with that. By the way, I know you're an Eagles fan, homie. Are you a Phillies fan as well? How how deep does the Philadelphia sports uh, Eagle, love Eagles
0: only? Eagles okay. only. Marlins, Florida State, and Orlando. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got I got think it. it was Big Homie that also was criticizing me, saying LSU wasn't a powerhouse. Do you want to apologize, Big Homie? Are you Ooh. a bigger man than stone? No, you I. Theo, sit, take a seat, Theo. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> y'all have no right, – I, mean, I ain't right. apologizing for nothing. Florida State still undefeated. Yep. LSU lost to a SEC team. They didn't lose to a nobody. Right? And a good one Don't at like that. <laughs> yep. Don't yep. make it like the SEC is trash <laughs> now. Yep. Don't make it like the SEC is trash. Y'all make up like, anything. the conference.
1: Homie, y'all, appreciate you.
0: Y'all will say anything. I do appreciate the call still, big homie, even though you aren't mature enough to admit your faults, even though I was able to do so here on the show I can't believe the the rhetoric coming out of him and the silence coming out of Stone LeBanowitz after they were applauding, saying this LSU team was going to be a powerhouse championship contender. A championship they, contender. I would
1: argue they're the best two-loss team in college football. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean they're still in the AP. They're still hanging on, and I that's think right. to, they're still
0: hanging on to the that's AP, AP right. poll. To, 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 right.
2: to big homies' point, I mean the SEC, man, it's just different. Come on, you know that, Theo.
0: I know, man. Hey, I whenever mean. you
2: go against the Lane Kiffin offense, you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. You never know what's
1: going to happen. Uh, who is Lord. the biggest surprise good team in the NFL? I think we're kind of around the room, uh, Bucks in this spot. Do I? Do I hear any uh, any deference to that?
0: Not at all. Okay. I think, I mean, there's one team that I do want to mention as a. He's going to go Houston. At the very least. Oh, uh, Houston. I got to go back home. Yeah. I, I mean, they're they are they're fun. Like, that's the thing, too. Like, they're they are fun, and I like C.J. Stroud. They beat the offseason sweethearts and the Pittsburgh Steelers soundly mm-hmm. in, I, in both sides of the ball. It wasn't just like C.J. Stroud just went off. The defense looks great, and that's a D'Amico Ly- Ryan's-led defense um, that he really invested in with the past couple of drafts. Like, that's a good Texans team. Are we hey. talking
2: about the same C.J. Stroud who scored the lowest S-score that we've ever seen? That guy? That, yeah. that guy, it's it.
1: almost as if, like, that might not matter all that much. <laughs> Weird. Uh, oh, and by the way, is that the same Texans team on Sunday who had FAU's own Devin Singletary flinging touchdown passes? Oh, no. It looked good, man. That that ball was spiraling.
0: The Texans, I would say, again, if the Texans and Lions were to meet on a Sunday stone, what's that line? What's the line? Where are they the playing? Let's say they're playing in, in Houston.
1: They're playing, playing phone in, calls, guys. They're, they're in Houston. They're in Houston taking lines.
0: I think it's, um, I think it's, I think it's a lot closer than we, we would have anticipated preseason, is all I'll say. Like, the Texans look good. The Lions, though they're having a good year, their one marquee win over the Chiefs, uh, it still comes with some asterisks. What was I'll that deal?
1: Uh, he wants the – Stone was uh, – Stone's back in the NHR and Levine Action and Attorney Studios uh, performing his other duties uh, as well. Uh, he, he asked you, uh, Stone, what the line would be if the Lions and Texans played today. Why don't you give us a Houston line and an at Detroit line?
2: Ooh, um, yeah, I think if if they're playing in Detroit – I'm willing to go that's Lions minus four, and that'll get bought down. I think the money comes in on Houston, and it ends up yeah. at, like, three. Three and a half is where it closes. And then I don't think the line's much different if Houston's at home. I can see it being the Lions minus two and a half. Like, it's all going to be under five there, what but about, the Lions will be favored.
1: What about the Chiefs? What about uh, you, you, you take out the Lions for the Chiefs? Do the Lions change much? As far as the Chiefs
2: and Lions playing again? Yeah. yeah. no, 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 oh, no, no, okay, no. The Chiefs
1: and Texans.
2: The Chiefs and Texans, it'll, it, yeah, that's going to be a seven and a half line. They're not. Oh, gonna, really? They're, they're not going to bring that under the magic number, I don't think. It'll it'll be very similar to the to the Jets. I think if it gets bought down under that magic number of seven, then all the money going to get brought in on Kansas City, and everyone's going to hammer that one home. So I think it stays right above that threshold at like seven and a half Chiefs.
1: Based on the Kenny Pickett love parade we had, because he had a great preseason. <laughs> yeah. um, do we count them? And, and we kept warning everybody, it's the preseason, it's the preseason, it's the preseason, it's the preseason. I did not think the Steelers were going to be this uh, this juggernaut, this turn-the-corner AFC contender that some were trying to make him out to be, because Kenny Pickett had a good preseason, looked good out there in the preseason. I'm not willing to put them as a surprise bad team, because I thought that they would be pretty average. Um, they've been worse than I thought they would be, but if you start at average, they can't be a surprise bad team. (laughs) But do the Steelers qualify based on how some people were talking about them coming out of the preseason for a surprise bad team?
0: They have to. I think the Steelers have to, mainly because it's still a Mike Tomlin-led team. Like Even if you didn't believe the Steelers would be this playoff contender that people were making them out to be in the preseason, even if you didn't believe all of the hype around Kenny Pickett you would assume they wouldn't get beat thirty to six to a rookie quarterback in his fourth start. Like the Steelers are worse than we thought. And honestly, I mean, might be looking at a losing season.
2: Might, yeah. be, might
0: be I mean we said the same thing last year uh-huh. though, because midway through it looked like and the then same they, thing and they, and they, and then they pulled it, it out. They Tomlined it. We'll see. But this <laughs> year it looks a little harder because again, not only is Kenny Pickett bad, he's hurt.
2: I, I will say this. I I think the Pittsburgh Steelers offense is worse than the New York Giants offense. I do. Ooh. I do. Ooh. As funny as that sounds, it almost no. sounds like I'm almost making a joke. I'm not. I'm not. They're,
1: they're, the Steelers are just as unwatchable. Right. as the Giants. Are. They are.
2: I can't. I can't put up a legitimate argument to that. Besides, besides George Pickens, they have less weapons. With even with Najee Harris in the backfield,
0: Deontay Johnson gets healthy. I like the Calvin Austin guys, He's a speedster. Najee Harris But if you can't bad. get the
1: ball, who cares? I know. It doesn't matter. If you can't utilize them, I think they, they pretty have the boost most... their
2: offensive coordinator to quarterback assistant. One of the yeah. worst stats you can have as an offense is the most three and outs in a league, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are, are, are wearing the crown for that one. They're unwatchable. <laughs> Uh, who is the biggest surprise good team in the NFL? Who's the surprise bad
1: team in the NFL? And what is another good name for the Tush Push? Because I'm done with that. 888 760 760 That's eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 760 3776 Social media is open at KLV1063 on the Tush Push conversation. Now we're getting X-rated things that I'm not even willing to read on this show for fear of an FCC violation. All I'll say is that involves the stink and I can't go any further. You people are disgusting. You experiencing foot and ankle pain need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho who's the biggest surprise good team in the nfl who's the surprise bad team in the nfl and rename the tush push 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 social media at klv 1063 he is theo dorsey that is stone LeBanowitz. i'm ken lavica we are lavica theo and stone on espn 1063 From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From ESPN, last night, Devin Witherspoon, an interception of Daniel Jones, 97 yards, that sent both Mannings, Peyton and Eli, on the Manning cast into surrender Cobras. They couldn't believe it, they were stunned. But the Giants, this is this is not surprising. Daniel Jones is Daniel Jones and Brian Dayball did a masterful job of maximizing Daniel Jones with a gimmick high school offense that there was no way he'd be able to duplicate in year two of a paid Daniel Jones, and this is what the Giants get. This is not mm-hmm. Brian Dayball's fault. The Giants are 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 bad, but they're not surprise bad. The The Bengals are surprise bad. The Giants are not.
0: Is how much of the Bengals' bad, though, is can be contributed to one thing, and that's Joe Burrow's calf?
1: That doesn't matter. I, they're still bad. I mean, they still got – you've got Jamar Chase after the game on Sunday saying, I'm always bleeping open. Yeah. I'm always bleeping open. You know what's not helping? That. So, fine, Joe Burrow may be injured, but Jamar Chase is his boy. He's been playing with him for how long? And that sounds like a coming-at-the-quarterback type of deal that's not helping that sign of issues in the locker room
0: it's also a little weird because before the game jamar chase was making it public that he was saying he didn't want joe burrow to play until he was back 100 he was kind of adamant about that he even said the day before i believe he was talking about how he told joe burrow like yo sit this one out so to do that on the front end and it feels more so like you're protecting your quarterback and then after the game out of frustration to say what he said i'm always open implying that he's not getting the ball Uh thrown to him in the right spots at the right time?
1: And you know that he's going to say, oh, I was misquoted on that. He took it the wrong way. No, 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 no. no. We know what's implied.
0: Can't do that. You You, can't do that. You can't have that as a a guy that is, again, a fan favorite and also probably like the biggest voice after Joe Burrow of these Bengals. You can't have that in the locker room. Uh,
1: Who is the biggest surprise good team in the NFL, the biggest surprise bad team in the NFL? And let's rename the tush push shall we 888-760-3776 760 3776 social media at klv 1063 to the phones in west palm it is brian on espn 1063 hello brian
0: hello how's it going good good uh i think it should be called the cheek snake
1: oh that is great <laughs> okay that is that that Brian is up for consideration. I thought that for sure and appreciate the call when Stone said we have a phone contribution to the Tush push. I thought the worst stone. I gotta be honest. Yep. And instead that's pretty good. The cheek sneak, I
0: almost love that, I think.
2: How's it any different than the Tush push though?
0: It's it's cooler. No, but here's the the problem I have with the cheek sneak as I continue to dissect it. At first, I felt good about it. Now I'm starting to to dial it back. Is At least the tush push is indicative of exactly what's happening. You're pushing his tush. The cheek sneak is implying that the cheeks are sneaking themselves, wherein they need some help. They need to be... Pushed across, or uh, maybe even like maybe something else that rhymes with cheek.
1: Like- All right, well, well, uh, well, a cheek peak is a different thing.
0: Cheek peak is yeah. a little. That's a little. Yeah. yeah, you don't want that.
1: Ooh. Cheek seek is cheek different. Uh, here, we'll, we'll workshop. it. I workshopped one in the break, guys, and I think this might be a winner. Oh God! I think that based on the criteria that Theo just put out there, one that that accurately depicts what's what's happening. Because you're right, a cheek sneak. Uh, it doesn't accurately depict maybe a hundred percent that yeah. the the ass is being is being pushed. Yeah. How about the dump pump?
2: Now, wow, my mo- my my mind goes right to the RV park, right? Because
0: you have to dump the poop out and it's <sighs> you have to pump it. So how about the dump pump? <sighs> See, <sighs> ah, I wouldn't I wouldn't go there. See, that gets a little too that's, awesome. I know. It feels it <sighs> again. First thoughts when I hear dump pump, <laughs> it doesn't feel necessarily a, like a football play. The dumper,
1: there's the dumper, and then you're pumping it forward.
0: Yeah, but when you pump a dump, it's <laughs> generally I'm just saying I don't I don't know if Jalen Hurts would would appreciate us seeing that play and then saying he's getting his dump pump. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what about the bun run? <laughs>
2: But i a little childish. Maybe that's for the, the Toy Story version, but uh, as far as the main broadcast, not too much of a fan of that know, guys.
0: I don't know, guys.
1: All I know is that I'm a little stunned you guys aren't uh, fully endorsing the dump it, pump. Here
0: goes one. Here goes one. If you play this game out in London at, at Wembley, we can call it the bruv shove. The bruv shove. Is that what they call a, a like, what, backside in what? London in England is a bruv? Nah, like that's my bruv. What a bruv. I don't, I don't do a good British accent, but, but they say bruv. Uh, mm. Like, hey, bruv! I'm not. I'm. I'm butchering it. But if somebody from that region were hearing it, they'd be like, "Yeah, that's what we say," but just in a better dialect. Okay. Bruv. Okay. It's a bruv shove. I shove my bruv. Why am I sounding? What, you, why Why you? Jamaican. Yeah, you know. sound <laughs> very Jamaican. It's, it's I don't really Jamaican. have. I'm, I'm not accents guy. I'm not impersonations guy. All right. I'm. I'm. I'm I get paid to talk about sports. That's it. Uh,
1: Phil is in West Palm on Ken Live. Alive. Uh, hi, Phil.
2: Hey guys, okay, I've got one. This this is somebody brought up. It's, it's basically a rugby move, right? Yeah. Why not call it the bum scrum? That's pretty good too. Now that's awesome because it does bring in the rugby factor. That's very
1: good. What about yeah. a rump pump? <laughs> Thank you, Phil. Appreciate you, the call. You gotta stop
0: pumping, okay? <laughs> Can, like, <it's, laughs> so you got you aren't gonna give me a pump. A pump is not the the thought of pumping pumping is more it's not that's not the maneuver I would I would visualize when I hear pump it's not a pump it's a push and I guess the you couldn't
1: use hump
2: <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the bum scrum I think it goes it rolls off the tongue and bum if we want to just good. keep comparing it to rugby on every single broadcast it's Like, hey, let's give it the scrum then because that's – you keep the tush with the bum and then you scrum like for rugby. I love it. Here's one.
0: Here's one. Are you writing these down, Stone? Please do. (laughs) Uh, Of course. Okay. Here's one that I'm getting. It's giving me pop stars since we're doing all the Taylor Swift stuff. Just lean in with me here. Push me, baby, one more time. (laughs) It's a little cumbersome. It's too long, right? What
1: about the peach reach? No. they're not reaching. I guess he is reaching, but but they're not reaching for the peach. Right, 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 right. (laughs) another the-
2: successful push me baby one more time from the Philadelphia Eagle
1: <laughs> yeah that's not that's not gonna work is this is either the best or worst radio we've ever done on this show
0: I can't tell you I mean if
2: you're watching know. an Eagles game you hear the words at least a million times a game right so this is no different than that yeah I don't know.
0: Brotherly shove is my favorite. It
2: so. is. It but is again, for me it's too. It's so
1: region specific. We want we want to share this with the world if it's going to be around to stay and it's not going to be outlawed by the NFL.
0: You you have to. Here's the thing though. With anything in life, you have to attribute. We're journalists, right? Like yeah. a big part of our world is attribution with the quote, with the sound, with whatever you're doing. So you want to give credit to where it came from while also being able to use it in other places. So it's a brotherly shove because it came from the Philadelphia Eagles, but if we do it in Indianapolis, it's still the brotherly shove. It's still my brother, and I'm shoving him, but I'm paying homage. What about a thick stick? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's the worst no, one yet. Yeah, well, that's something different. I
0: don't know. And I agree. I'm up here in Ken in, a, in, a, in uh, Herman's box by ourselves, and he's talking about thick, thick <laughs> sticks. I don't know if I should call I, HR. Uh, <laughs> I,
2: I think I, I agree with you and what he just said. It does have like historical context. I think in, in 2034, we're going to be like, Remember the brotherly shove? Remember how they had to ban that because of the Philadelphia Eagles? And We'll be telling our kids why no, they can't do it and stuff like that. No, because legendary
1: plays get regional treatment, not like like the Philly special. Yeah, like, but not, but, but that was a play. Like the tush push is something that That's everybody's using, that, using. No, now. But it's
0: a play that they started. They they made that up. I agree. This is this is all this the is Eagles' stuff. Nobody's doing to- it as successful as they are. Yeah, why are you trying to trying to strip this away from the Eagles? Like, I nobody uh, takes advantage of the Eagles more than a guy like me who uh, roots for the team that took them down in the Super Bowl. But I'm not going to take away their little special play that didn't work enough against us. <sighs> who is the biggest surprise good team in the NFL?
1: Who is the surprise bad team in the NFL? And keep workshopping uh, the Tush Push here. <laughs> 888-760-3776. 760 uh, 3776 I am roundly being smacked down on thick stick, by the way. <laughs> you guys don't appreciate <laughs> good rhymes. 888-760-3776. Uh, that is uh, Theo Dorsey. Uh, that is Stone the Banowitz. I am Ken levica We are levica Theo, and Stone right here on ESPN 106.3. Ladies. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. Uh, we have a, just, a, just a couple, Stone, of additional entries here for renaming the Tush Push. All right. I'm trying to rename the Tush Push because it's, it's old. It's tired. And you guys, I don't appreciate you and Theo both it's completely ignoring And really Not giving any time To my contributions I did think that the dump pump Was something
0: I mean, uh, To you be say, quite oh no, was bad. Yeah
2: to be quite frank I think they were garbage
1: Um Billy and Del Rey <laughs> The crack smack mm, no. I don't think so No, Just an easy so. no and then uh, John and Boca rear-ending the rear end <laughs> again. A little wordy. Yeah, and not quite PG. Um. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Right, it's uh, it's not great. <laughs> uh, Rob, <laughs> the cornhole crush. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> that, they're, they're I mean that they are getting guys, progressively worse we're not we're not playing football player sex act here on this radio
2: show, so then what is the dump pump a football play as is the thick stick I hate how the phone lines are just buzzing i I do hate it, but
1: <laughs> uh, people did did I get lost in translation somewhere? This is not football player sex act, okay? This is simply renaming the Tush Push. And all of you disgusting-minded people in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, you've, you've, you've misinterpreted what I'm trying... I'm just having a... I'm trying to do a good old-fashioned family radio show Mm-mm. in the middays. And you people, you people... Have turned it into a disgusting display of of your your gross minds here in this area. What a travesty cornhole crush
0: Mm-mm-mm. that's a little uh invasive
1: <laughs> i i uh, we we had two further entries. Theo by the way, has an intern with him today who's yes. trying to find FAU stadium. This thing is just a wreck we are. We are we are put in, in such untenable positions to do this radio show, mm. yet still find a way to do
0: it. It's stunning. The view today is beautiful though, yeah. I gotta say.
1: Uh so you're no on the crack smack. Uh, what about <laughs> rear ending the rear end? Oh <laughs> uh, boy. Like again, I think people Think we're playing sex actor football? It sounds like, play.
2: yeah. Um, I mean, sex sells. Yeah, we got a couple, a uh, couple on the phone lines here.
1: Um, how do I pronounce this next name? Because I want Stone to get yelled at and not me. Um,
2: it's exactly how it's written down. Roland. 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 Roland in Port St. Lucie.
1: Hi, Roland. Hey, how you doing there? Thanks for taking my call. Hey, thank you for calling. What's up, Roland? <laughs> I have this the squat thrust the squat thrust that yes it it so so it doesn't have the rhyme sequence but it does have accurate depiction of what's happening there is a squat yes, yes you're under center and then there's the thrust which is hands in the backside thrusting forward i think that that's better than rear-ending the rear-end yeah. so Roland, we appreciate <laughs> yes, rolan and uh, Roland, <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry blame it on stone and uh, we uh we appreciate thanks Roland. How do you think we're doing here?
2: I mean, considering that I have to keep muting myself to take phone calls, pretty good. Let's go to uh, Paul next. Hi, Paul. Paul's on Ken Alive. Paul, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we've subjected
1: uh, you to this today. Not a problem. How about the quarterback slam? <laughs> the quarterback slam? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the quarterback slam. Uh I suppose that it, it kinda tells the story and appreciate the call, Paul. The quarterback slam. Uh what do you think of that, Stone? Oh, I, I suppose Stone's He's taking, taking another, another call. call. This, is, this a... is an impending disaster, right, yeah. I have a feeling. <laughs> Whose paycheck does the FCC violation get taken out of? That's my
0: question. It starts with Josh Cohen, for sure. <laughs> Josh Cohen and a home team. Big four to six. You yeah. know, you got to hit him old, up. Old money bags he's there. Got, he's got 20-plus 20, 20 years of radio pockets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hit him first, and then it starts to trickle down.
1: <laughs> the trickle down effect <laughs> takes place. Uh, I suppose we've just bailed on, by the way, biggest surprise good team in the NFL and oh, the surprise bad team, too. Nobody gives a damn I've about sports.
0: <laughs> nobody gives a damn about any football We have analysis. found out a lot
1: about our uh, listening
0: audience today it's it's incredible but you found
1: out a lot oh i know though too is that like stone stone especially is driving me crazy with this because he's the first one to nix it to bury it to say oh that sucks when he hasn't even come up with a serviceable new name for the tush push
2: okay not one I uh, just got off the phones. last one was R-rated. Had to hang up on them. But uh, <laughs> as, as, as far as why well, I haven't given any suggestions, because the brotherly shove is money. It is money. It is I exactly know. what it needs to be. It can be in the newspaper clippings. It can be in all of the NFL tweets and all the promoted ad tweets. The brotherly shove, I, it's beautiful. I really, the more I think about it, Roland
1: and his quarterback thrust. Or no, yeah. Squat no. thrust. No. Squat thrust.
0: Squat thrust. I got
1: squat thrust and quarterback smash
0: yeah. <laughs> mixed up. Yeah, you don't want to mix those.
1: Uh-uh. The squat thrust, it's good because it's also a thing already.
2: Yeah. It's also a thing. And it's an easy way for the broadcast to immediately throw it to a video of Jalen right. Hurts squatting 600 pounds, like they always do every Sunday anyway. Uh,
1: I, I think that my aversion to tush push is the word tush. I don't like tush. Yeah. Nobody uses Tush anymore. Like, if you hear a woman saying, Oh, he's got such a great Tush, you're immediately like, Oh, there's a red flag.
0: Yeah, and I don't think guys ever use Tush either.
1: I've never I've never used Tush. Yeah. yeah. Ever. Except for football. Tush push. Think about that. I've never used the word tush except for professional football. And that's inherently wrong. In a day and age where Taylor Swift has has completely changed the audience dynamic of the NFL. There's one thing that needs to be left to men. Cuz women have now have now taken over the game and that's fine. More women the better. But leave us men one bastion mm. one bastion of manliness, manhood in football. Don't force tush on us,
0: please. We don't say tush doesn't feel right coming out
1: no <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like we're about to take a stance against tush <laughs> uh-huh it, uh,
1: yes when it comes to tushes it doesn't feel right coming <laughs> out. uh let's take a break here stone how about it how about it you feel good about that i do because we got the man the myth the legend coming on next oh we do that's right that's right steve politiner ask steve's uh, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, maybe he should, uh, can uh, shed some light mm. on uh, the Tush Push. We'll also uh, ask him about big, uh, the uh, the good team in the NFL, the bad team in the NFL, most surprising. And then we've got to talk about Jimmy Butler, uh, his emo look, his his hairstyle yesterday with the Heat. Was it funny or was it actually a bad thing? for Mm -hmm. the Heat organization. We'll discuss all of that. He's Theo Dorsey. He's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken LeVica. We make up for better or worse. LeVica, Theo, and Stone right here on ESPN 106.3.